How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 90 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we are brought to you by rockauto.com. Rock Auto, as you know by now, they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. As for us today, we are doing our over-under predictions or prop bets or whatever you want to call them. We're talking about the A's and where they stand in meaningless terms. So uh, we're going to go over all those today. We're talking win predictions. We're going to go over Frankie Montas's outlook for the season. Is he a Cy Young contender? We don't know. Uh, I'm going to give my opinion on that. And most importantly, we're going to cover if uh, Chris Davis is going to hit 247 this year. So stay tuned for all of that because it's coming at you in about uh, 30 seconds. Once I tell you or ask you, plead with you uh, to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, baseball or A's related, please send them to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's just get straight into it. Our first question comes to us from a fellow Locked On host. And the question is, how many intentional hit by pitches will there be from A's pitchers to Astros hitters throughout the course of the season? I believe this was from our Locked On Royals host. So thank you so much for that one. And he sent this one to me yesterday because the uh, the Royals had hit three prestigious Astros batters and the media was running with it. ESPN was talking about it. And, uh, it, when you see the replays, uh, Jose Altuve swung into his hit by pitch. So it was actually a swing. It shouldn't have counted. Um, Alex Bregman got hit with a one, two change up and whatever, I guess. And then, uh, George Springer got one around the shoulder. And that one seemed like if anything was intentional, that would have been the one, but I mean, at that point, this guy had no control over where he was throwing the ball. They uh, they walked, I think it was like five guys in three innings, something like that. They they The Royals don't have great pitching. I don't think any of these were intentional. And if they were, why would they do it in spring training? And why would it be one of these guys who wasn't in the majors in you know 2017? Why would they be taking retribution? It didn't make any sense. So that's where the question came from was, uh, how, how is this going to go with the A's? Because the A's have a legitimate uh, beef with the Astros after... The Astros have won the, uh, the AL West the last couple of years. So I don't think there's going to be any intentional hit by pitches. There might be a couple that slip, but I don't know. But they'd be like a slider that they like located kind of well. Um, I don't think that you're going to be seeing any fastballs into the butts or anything like that because uh, every game counts for two and a half times as many wins uh, because of the short season. So I don't think that there's going to be any time where you can hit a player intentionally. And also major league baseball is cracking down on these hit by pitches and confrontations and all that stuff. It's going to be really hard to get away with it this year is part of it. So if, you know, uh, Frankie Montas hits somebody and he's suspended for two weeks, that's probably the ace of the stuff going down for two weeks. And that's not great. Uh, it could even be longer than two weeks. Uh, we, we don't know what the penalties are because nobody's done it yet. So I don't think it's going to happen from an A standpoint. If like the Mariners want to do it, cause they're not going anywhere more power to them. That's, that's okay. Not in the face, not anywhere. And you know, above the shoulders, that's not what we're going for. Hit them in the butt or, you know, the lower back. I don't, wherever it's good to hit players, hit them there. Um, and wherever it's safe. 
So I guess that's an under. I, I'm going under. I'm going with zero. Uh, you can't really go with negative hit by pitches. So I'm going with under and zero. Uh, the second question that we got is coming from AJ Andrews of the Locked On uh, Blue Jays podcast. Um, where are the Blue Jays going to play? We don't know yet. And baseball season starts in three hours. So keep an eye out for your local baseball parks to see if the Blue Jays happen to be playing there. Anyways. AJ asks, will Mike Fires have an ERA above or below 4.00? And that is actually a really good question. I didn't know how good it was until I started doing research. Because I was like, hey, it's probably going to be higher, but I don't know. And I looked up his ERA from uh, his time with Oakland, and it, he has held a 3.86 ERA over his two years with Oakland. That spans uh, 43 games. So he's been pretty solid. You know, not like, you know, he's not an ace. He's just a solid number four, number five starter. And, uh, you know, a 4 ERA or hovering around there, not that bad. So the argument for him having an ERA under 4 would be he's been doing it with the A's anyways, so why not just continue that? The argument against gets a little trickier, uh, where he is, he is a year older. He's going to be 35 heading into this season. Um, he is also uh, that's pitching in a shorter season, which is not going to be good for anybody, where any runs that are allowed are going to seem like they count for a lot more, even though it's, you know, just one game anyways. Uh, there's just going to be less time to make up that ground overall. So I, I ran the numbers on the ERA calculator. And if he tosses 66 innings, which is like five and a half innings per start. So sometimes he goes five, sometimes he goes six, you get five and a half. Uh, if he goes five and a half innings to start and ends up with 66 innings, the difference between his ERA with the A's and an ERA over four is a matter of giving up two runs, just two runs. And after watching him, his start against the Giants, which is not a great offensive team, uh, maybe it's just like the last thing that I saw from him. I feel like it's going to be a little bit over four, especially with the Angels on the dock at first with, you know, Trout and Rendon and Shohei Otani. He's going to be pitching. Will he be hitting that day? I'm not sure. Um, we're going to find out. I'll ask Taylor Blake Ward tomorrow when I talk to him with our uh, Locked On Angels crossover. I think that he's going to have a slightly over four ERA, but it'll be in that range, like the 410, maybe 420 area. But uh, yeah, no, that was a great question. Hopefully he, he can hold it down at the back of the rotation and keep the A's in the hunt. The next question, I actually do not remember who this came from. It was another locked on host. It might have been the Royals guy again, but uh, I'm not positive. So <laughs> sorry about that, whoever asked. This question is over or under one and a half starts for AJ Puck this year. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an under just because I don't know that he's going to be pitching first off. So I'm going to readjust it to be over or under nine or 10 innings. Let's just say 10 innings. Uh, cause if he pitches in 10 games, that could be one inning a game and that would be enough. So I think that the key to him hitting that 10 inning mark would be if he's back in the bullpen by September, cause then that would give him a month's worth of games. And if he's pitching like every third day or so, then you're looking at around 10 appearances, which more than likely mean around 10 innings. Um, I don't think that they're going to be stretching him out for two innings or anything like that, just because they, they want to really take care of him and make sure that he's going to be okay for future seasons uh, and make sure there's no uh, further damage down the line here. So at, at the time of this recording, we don't know what the prognosis is on AJ Puck, but I'm going to be optimistic and say that he will pitch 11 innings, let's say, uh, or 10 and a third, just slightly over 10, uh, just because I'd like to see him back on the mound and pitching for the A's. And maybe he can have a big impact in the postseason by being not like Josh Hader, uh, just because he's probably not going to be pitching two or three inning stints, but you know, he, he could have an impact 
he'd give them a lot of depth. So I'm going to end on that one with saying he's going to go over because I hope that he does because that would be good things for the A's and uh, celebrating good times in the postseason. I still have a few more of these questions to get to, but first I want to tell you guys a little bit about CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. The first product of the duo is CBD Freeze with Menthol. It's an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. The second is CBD Recover, and it combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and uh, vitamin B6 to give you support where it matters most. To make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. So the next question I got for an over or under is, will Frankie Montas finish in the top 10 voting for AL Cy Young? And uh, so I, I looked at his numbers from last year, and he was very, very good. He had a 2.63 ERA last season, over 16 starts, and that's good for a 164 ERA plus and three Fangraphs war. If he replicates that line, he is easily finishing in the top 10 for AL Cy Young. Um, just looking at last year's Cy Young uh, vote recipients, if you want to call them that, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez last year finished in the top 10, and he had a 381 ERA and just a you know regular strikeout inning, just a little bit above a strikeout inning. Uh, and that's what Garrett Cole had, like 11, 12. So he was very far below the uh, the top of the echelon right there, and he had an ERA place of 126. So Montas could even end up around a three ERA, maybe a 320, and be near the top of the ballot with how things went last year. I know that the shortened season introduces a little bit more variance to how things will go. You just need somebody to get hot for 12 starts, and that's all it might take. Or you could have a reliever who has a really good couple of months and gives up like two runs. Um, that's also a possibility. But I do think that if Frankie Montas replicates last season or comes in with like a three ERA, he's going to be around the top of the ballot easily. Uh, I also think that if the A's win the AL West, which some people are kind of talking about a little bit. I know I've been talking about it, but the Astros are still seen as the cream of the crop in the AL West until somebody beats them. Uh, so if they if the A's win the West and Frankie Montas is their best pitcher and leads them to that division title, I think that the odds of winning the damn thing go up quite a bit. I think that he's easily going to be in the top 10 if he's anything close to what we saw last year. I know that he got suspended for uh, for some stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, I, I think that he's shown that he's the real deal over the course of, you know, his one start after he came back and uh, spring training and, you know, all the ranting and raving about him in spring and summer camp. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that he's going to be there. And now the question that everybody's been waiting all podcast for, will Chris Davis hit 247? Above, below, right on the nose? I got some bad news for you guys. Again, I ran some numbers. And uh, I hope you guys are sitting down. But here it goes. At the rate that Chris Davis was getting at bats last season, spread over the course of 60 games, 
he'd get roughly 217 at-bats this year. If he hits that number exactly, 217, then it would be literally impossible for him to hit 247 because of math. Um, He could hit 244, he could hit 249, but he can't hit 247. So we're either hoping for more or less at-bats. I didn't run all the numbers to find out what he needs to hit in, you know, that basic range. But um, yeah, it's a sad day in Oakland when Chris Davis doesn't hit 247. But maybe this will cheer you up. Um, With the large gap in what he could hit in 217 at-bats, and it's going to be, you know, varying a lot with any number around 217, uh, between 244 and 249, that's five points with one hit. So I think that with that big of a jump and the fact that he's all the reports from coaching staffs are saying, yeah, and, you know, Stephen Biscotti's like, he, he's got his bat back. He, he's going to be hitting some dingers this year. I think with all of that there, he's going to hit over 247. We're going to see new Chris Davis. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He is ready. You know, he's not putting as much pressure on himself, which is also cool. So he's going to be calm, cool, collect, crushing dingers, Chris Davis. And uh, I'm here for it. And uh, I, I think that he might hit like 260, you guys. Mark it down. Chris Davis hitting 260. Other than reports, I have nothing to base this off of, except for uh, gut feel and gusto. So I'm going with a 260 for Chris Davis. He's going to obliterate his career average, and uh, just, it's a short season. Anything can happen, and I feel like if he gets hot, then that's going to carry a lot of weight, and that'll propel him into, uh, you know, the upper echelons of batting average. So the final question, and probably the most relevant for the A's this year, is will they win above or below 36 and a half games? And I think... I feel like 37 could be the breaking point for the division winner coming out of the AL West because the A's and Astros are both really good. It'll depend a lot on how much you beat up on the other teams, how well you play against each other. Um, It could take 35 games. It could take 37 because 37 wins is roughly a 100-win team over the course of a full season. It's a 616 winning percentage, whereas 36 wins is a 600 winning percentage, and that's what the A's have been doing uh, over the course of the last couple of years with 97 wins. So 36 wins, it's it's right there. It's Are they a 100-win team? Are they a 97-win team? Have they improved is what I'm basing this off of. And uh, I think that with the two other predictions that I've done in this segment with Frankie Montas and uh, Chris Davis, I think that that's enough to get them that one extra victory because it's basically the same team that's been returning from uh, the last couple of years. So just a little bit of improvement. I feel like they could do it, and I feel like the Astros could take a step back too. Um, I I think the A's get that 37th win, and they would be, quote-unquote, a 100-win team. And I know that uh, Jesus Luzardo is going to be starting out in the bullpen, and we don't know necessarily where he's going to be fitting in for the long haul for the season, if he's going to be more of a bullpen guy, if he's going to work his way back into the rotation. We don't know if A.J. Puck's going to play this year, but we also didn't have A.J. Puck and Jesus Luzardo last year, and they still won 97 games. So that's not really a huge consideration. You could even throw Jesus Luzardo into the uh, the plus column for reasons why they would win 37 games, because he wasn't there for very long uh, in 20. 19. That's what year it is, right? 2019? Yeah, that's a year ago. Cool. Um, Quarantine brain, everybody. And like I said a couple episodes ago, depending on how everything goes with AJ Puck's final results from his his meeting with Dr. Neil Atrache, uh, I think that the A's do make a trade to improve the rotation because I don't know that... I, I know if Luzardo comes in, then uh, Mengden gets slotted down to the, the long relief guy, but I think that they want that other person that they can slot in there. Uh, Chris Bassett's looked good. 
do you want him in the rotation or do you want him as the long relief guy to, you know, try and mop up a little bit or, you know, save the bullpen or do other things that he can do in an effective way? Uh, that's really the question that you're asking yourself if you're the, uh, the A's for an office. So I think they're going to get their 37 wins. Um, again, gut feel and gusto. That's what I'm going with because the games on Monday and Tuesday night did not fill me with confidence, but I can't let that, uh, you know, cloud my judgment because, uh, there, there's, Lots of good talent on this team, and I feel like they're going to be a strong contender for uh, the duration of 2020. And I hope they make a lot of noise, uh, not only with uh, piped-in fan drums, but also in the playoffs. So that's going to be it from me today, you guys. we got one more episode coming at you guys this week. Please follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. You can email us any questions that you have to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But before I get out of here, RockAuto.com, they're a family business. They're serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Take it from me, an idiot, it's easy. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And as I've said before, the power is in your pocket. They are online. You can do this anytime you want to, just by going on your phone. It's an online business. It's amazing. And you can pick your prices. It's fantastic. I can't say enough good things about rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about a section box so they know that we sent you. Again, write code locked on in their how did you hear about a section and then they'll know that we sent you. Uh, they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So that's it, you guys. Stay indoors, celebrate good times. Opening day for the A's is one more day. One more sleep, you guys. Keep wearing those masks. I'll talk to you tomorrow.